Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's Memorial Day weekend, a time when we reflect on those that were killed defending America. But for thousands of families, closure is a long way away. Over 80,000 families believe that their service member is out there, whether they are alive or whether they have been killed in battle. Some families have to wait decades to get their service member back, and they are the lucky ones. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Going back to World War I to present day, American soldiers have been fighting in some capacity around the globe. Millions of service members have returned home in that time. But hundreds of thousands have been killed in battle. And again, that's the reason for the season. Memorial Day is about remembering those lives lost. There's one more group of soldiers. It's a closure for a lot of people when their loved ones do come back because those questions have been out there. And Ronald Reagan made a speech to POW MIA families back in the 80s about how the war doesn't end for these people who don't have their service member home. America cannot move forward by leaving her missing sons behind. For you, the family of MIAs and POWs unaccounted for, the Vietnam War is not over and will not end. For you, the only way we can give peace a chance is to give you the truth the fullest possible accounting of the fate of your loved one. And that is true. It doesn't end. That right there, that's the voice of my colleague, Cassie yamas Fossen. She has an article right now at WWJNewsRadio.com about the never-ending mission of bringing home American soldiers that are missing in action. Cassie says for her, the story began a couple of months ago. So I came across the story of the Green Beret whose remains were found in a storage unit in Michigan. And that's what started, that piqued the interest. Well, we know who he is, but where's his family? How did he get here? Why is he here? He had no Michigan connection whatsoever. How did he end up in a storage unit? Ashes in an urn. And the storage unit had defaulted, I suppose. The owner of the storage unit was not paying. So it went into auction. And some lucky guy won it was opening it up to see what he got, kind of like Storage Wars, and boom, found ashes. And there was a name attached to that. So it became a process of tracking down a living relative so that he could be properly buried and laid to rest. The Department of Defense has an entire agency devoted to this task, the Defense POW MIA Accounting Agency, or the DPAA. The DPAA is staffed by service members, 
but... It is not just active duty personnel. We have researchers for the Vietnam War. We have researchers for the Korean War. We have researchers for World War II in the Pacific and World War II in Europe. And we partner with other organizations all the time for almost every aspect of our mission, from research and genealogy to recovery. They have forensic scientists. They have, obviously, DNA analysts. They have archaeologists that go out and excavate sites. I mean, this is a whole process, and it takes years. Some of these researchers and analysts and historians as well, they go through national archives, not only United States. The majority of the missing Americans on that list are considered to be in the Indo-Asia theater, so the Pacific. My first thought here is, where would one start? Like, if you're looking for a POW from 75 years ago on another continent, how? Cassie explained it almost like one would describe solving a crime. You heard DPAA spokesperson Sergeant First Class Sean Everett in the last clip with Cassie. Here they are again. They look at where his last known location was. So a lot of this is tracking down documentation. Where's the last known? Where was he last seen at? The DPAA spokesman talked about this being a cold case, the same way police track down cold cases. This process can take a long time. There are some cases where the research started literally decades ago. It's like solving cold cases, for like a cop would solve a cold case, whereas then we're trying to find evidence and things like this for things that happen. You know, at best in Vietnam, we're getting close to, what, 40, 50 years ago at this point, so... It's a long process, but in the end, when we're able to return those service members home and return them to their families, it makes it 100% worth it. Before the 1990s, identifying remains was difficult without physical clues, and it's still a tough job. But the discovery of deoxyribonucleic acid changed everything. These remains were then given to the DPAA. They took them to Pearl Harbor, where they were able to make identifications, and this process is not easy. It took them until 2021 to make a match. Pre-DNA testing, we were still looking for remains, but, you know, then there had to be evidence of, oh, well, these remains are definitely this person. And they would do that by comparing dental records, which we still do. They would do that by doing anthropological analysis of the remains, which we also still do. But they didn't have that added bonus of being able to do the DNA. That came about in the mid-late 90s. The DNA helps, there is no doubt, but it doesn't do any good without a body. The process can't begin until the remains of the soldier are found. That process is the part that can take decades, like the sergeant said, and this phase of the investigation is relatively low-tech. Where was this person? Where was their company? Where was their unit? Where in country were they last seen? Where was the last conflict they were known to be in, a battle? Where were they last known to be? And that's a very wide scope. And they narrow it down from there. We'll go with the evidence of a person being found in the location first. What we do then is we send an investigation team out. And the investigation team is also analysts and historians, but then there's also a few other members of the investigation team. They will actually visit these sites in other countries. And by visiting these sites, you know, they might do a little bit of digging, but it's not that they're doing the excavation to try to you know, discover the service member. They're just looking for evidence that, yes, this service member could possibly be here. Now we're going to go talk to the elders of the village. That's why there's a linguist actually attached to these teams. 
They get witnesses' accounts from the other side. So they'll go to the Laotian people and they'll say, we think that X person was in this general area at this general time. What can you tell me that matches that? These witnesses confirm, oh, yes, there was a battle. I will take you. Well, we find stuff here all the time. Oh, yes, we find American dog tags. Oh, yes, we find American clothing when we're tilling the fields or, you know, we just find these things. And that's where there's a whole process. There's so many teams involved in this, and there's layers and layers and steps to this. I want to point out one thing before we move on. Cassie told me about another complicating factor. Graves of unknown soldiers. Sometimes the service members have already been returned but were buried before being identified. We started the podcast with Cassie talking about a story she read where the ashes of a soldier were found in a storage unit in Cadillac. Well, since the story came out, there is new information. Here is Michigan Veteran Affairs Agency Director Zanetta Adams. You know, we've developed a really great relationship with VA Central Office in D.C. And so they have a point person who helps out with state relations and intergovernmental affairs. And so I reached out to that individual and said, hey, this is what I have. Who do we contact? Like, we need to find out how we can get him, you know, laid to rest properly. And so immediately the VA, the National Cemetery Administration through the VA, as well as Missing in America Project worked together to to see if there were any next of kin list, you know, on his paperwork there wasn't, and to see if he qualified to be buried at a national cemetery, which he did qualify based on his service. Did anyone ever find out how his remains got into that storage unit? So I would say it would be something to talk to his son about because we did locate his son. We did. That wasn't part of the story because it hadn't happened <laughs> at the time we wrote the story. But we did locate his son, and I believe that he may have fell on some hard times and lost the storage. We don't know all of the details, but I just know that it wasn't intentional and that his son said that some of his ashes had actually been scattered in the ocean, but not all of them. Those remains, they were those of Master Sergeant Enrique Leonardo Castro. He was returned to his son in Texas. Cassie's story has another local connection, a connection decades old. So he is a Flint native. That is Corporal Dale Wright. And he joined the Army and was sent to Korea. He's 19 in this picture I'm looking at. He's a child. 19 years old. And he was lost during the Battle of Chosen Reservoir. But that was the last time American forces were in North Korea. This presented a problem to DPAA because North Korea... We do not have good relationships. There's no, literally no diplomatic channel no. between the Americans and the North Koreans. At that point in time, he's been listed as missing in action, and he has been that way for 70 years as far as his status. For 70 years, his family here, he has a half-sister here in Holly Township who has wondered what happened to her brother. She last saw him at four years old. They could not excavate. The area in which the battle was fought was in the middle of North Korea. So the process there actually came about during a summit in 2018 where North Korea and then President Trump came to an agreement and North Korea gave 55 boxes containing the remains of suspected U.S. soldiers to the United States. These remains were then given to the DPAA. They took them to Pearl Harbor where they were able to make identifications. And this process is not easy. It took them until 2021 to make a match with his half-sister. 
So as we honor those we've lost in battle this weekend, let's remember those families for whom the war still painfully goes on. A million thanks to my colleague Cassie Yamas Fawson. You can read her story right now at wwjnewsradio.com. Also, thanks to Zanetta Adams and Sergeant First Class Sean Everett. They both spoke with Cassie. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.